Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and y'all listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Thursday. Hope you had a great week. Uh, big shout out to everybody that came to the Adam Ray and Buddy show last night. Holy shit. What? Uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday night. What a show. Pete Holmes, Adam Devine, Steve-O, Dane Cook, Harlan Williams, and Judd Apatow popping in. Dion Cole uh, sold out. Unbelievable. I'm um, going to be posting some pictures uh, later today on my Instagram uh, at Adam Ray Comedy. So check that out and make sure you come to the next one, November 14th, uh, Tuesday, Main Room of the Comedy Store. Uh, today's episode, what a guest. Uh, the very funny, the very talented Taylor Tomlinson. She was just on Conan. She opens for Brian Regan and Burt Kreischer. Uh, I've, I met Taylor uh, on Adam Devine's house party in Hawaii, and I just was a big fan. And she's a, a great comic, great writer, very sweet and kind person, which is always a, a double bonus when they're funny and cool. And her story is, is really great. Uh, this is going to be a really fun episode to listen to. A lot of laughs. She's super quick and, uh, and just, rolls, just rolls with everything that we're uh, throwing out. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on iTunes. Comment and rate five stars on that iTunes page. Email us about last night pod at gmail.com with all your ALN highlights, moments, uh, where you get it, how you got into it. And we'll read some of those babies in the next few weeks when we launch the new website and merch, which is almost done. That shit takes some time. It's a pain in the ass, but it'll be worth it because we've got a lot of new merch coming your way. A lot of great apps coming up. Uh, Adam Devine, Dana Carvey coming back. Jason Robert Brown, Tony Award winner. I'm going to New York for that one. Jeremiah Watkins. Um, so many. So, uh, again, make sure you're subscribed and, and, and spread the good word. Tell, tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell one person a day about the pod. Spread the good word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, tour dates. I will be uh, at the tonight. I'm at the Save Mart Center in Fresno. Uh, big basketball arena with Adam Devine. At 8 p.m., it's our homecoming show. Myself, Fortune Feimster, Adam Devine. Tickets, uh, I believe. Just Google Adam Devine Fresno. <laughs> Fucking again. And that shit should pop up. Uh, and then tomorrow night, I'm at the uh, Hollywood Improv and a few other places. I think the Comedy Store. Um, and then the next week, Monday through Wednesday, I'm headlining the uh, Laugh Factory in Las Vegas at the Tropicana. Love that room. Monday through Wednesday, two shows a night. Come see me. Las Vegas, Laugh Factory, Tropicana, Monday through Wednesday. Uh, tickets at adamraycomedy.com. Brad Williams, uh, tonight through the weekend, will be at the Comedy Factory in Baltimore. Comedy Factory, Baltimore, Maryland. Brad Williams, tonight through Saturday. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. At Funny Brad, at Adam Ray Comedy, at ALN Podcast on Twitter. Now that we got that out of the way, the merch info, the tour date, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with the very funny Taylor Tomlinson. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. about last night let's let's shake it out and, and then and then can you throw one shoulder back and like grab good? yeah what looks yeah what looks the most chill we want you to look like you're sitting in a booth at the max and saved by the bell <laughs> nice. i look right at the camera yeah or? yeah oh that looks good yeah there it is it Perfect. was great adam thanks so much for yeah. asking <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah happy to be here wait where did you grow up again 
I grew up in the, like uh, there's a little twang to that no I grew up in California everybody always says that They're really like, where are you from is it like Wisconsin I was like no I just think I look like that and my voice like followed suit I was like you look a little Midwestern let's let's make all this match <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny how people want to project like what you are. Like they're like you're this, and you're like I'm actually not. No, you are. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm from the East Coast. Yeah. Everyone thinks I'm a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say when I walked up, I was right. like, "Are you? Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Did I see you? Is it weird? Do your do do does your life matter? <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how you know. Are you a part of a hashtag? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what will we have to get to for someone to for somebody to come out and do an all dwarves matter? Like what will have to oh, happen? Oh man. Like what's something with dwarf- Peter Dinklage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dinklage would have to start the revolution. Yeah, he'd and, have to be the Mockingjay of that, right? And yeah. he and, and he would have to stand up and be like, you know what? Six Flags, we're tired of your shit. <laughs> was, that's what I was All asking. Right. What's the issue? Yeah, that you we're stand tired up of for? your shit. No our, 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 our torsos are average size. Just because just, just our arms and legs dangle doesn't mean we're not any safe, less safe on your fucking roller coaster. Yeah, this is we true. We march. <laughs> That I'm, like, would fired up listening I mean, to yeah, that. Yeah, he's that would speeches. be that would be the call to the revolution. But see, the problem is, is like Black Lives Matter. One of their moves is that they walk into the middle of the street and they stop traffic. Mm-hmm. We could not do that. Yeah, because no. if I walked in the middle of the street, it'd be like, you know, yeah. just like, well, there goes that protest. <laughs> but oh what happened? Semi truck. <laughs> You'd be on the news all the time, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah at that point, because... Pe- because and then, of the carnage. Yeah, and then pe- <laughs> everyone would run towards that bridge, because they'd be like, well, a truck hit the midget. He probably exploded into gold coins. Yeah, <laughs> jump let's, over the bridge. Let's get him. Like, <laughs> Free nickels. Yeah, they would just... Wait, so what part of California? <laughs> uh, I grew up in, like, Modesto until I was, like, 10, and nice. then Temecula. Okay, okay, so you yes. just like to Big move. fan of Temecula. Are yeah. you? Well, yeah. I'm a big fan. I am. You are. Brad and I have gone Wine to that country. Pachanga Casino many times together and had a glorious uh, dude weekend doing wow. shows, but then gambling and there, well, there's yeah, like obviously. a nightclub there. There's golf. Yeah. There's wine country. Yeah. Also, the theme song for Pachanga Casino, Take Me Away. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Maybe the best casino jingle. Oh, my no? God. No? Do you not, did you not grow you up know, on that? I... You know what's amazing to me is no one ever says big fan of Temecula after you say it. They go, "What is that exactly?" Uh, I think it's great. That's I'm. You know, I think th- I think it's a great place to be from, mm-hmm. or to you know go to Pachanga for a weekend. What like, did you do growing up there? Like, because you knew I just L.A. was, was a, a nerd, man. Yeah. Like, I just you know I went to high school, and then after high school, I went to college for a little bit, and then I dropped out to do comedy because you here. started at 16 mm-hmm. yeah how do you even start at six like i started at 19 and i thought that was young yeah it, oh it is and i mean you know i didn't like really start start sure like every single night like when you started at 19 was it like right away every single night no it's like every every month you do like two gigs right you do like two open mics so it's right. not like your official Start and yeah. you find that out real quick. Like once you start doing it every night, you're like, "Oh, that's how you get better." Yes, and that's when you really start comedy. Right? You're like, then "Oh, it, I've just been pretending." Yeah. Then it's a yeah. hobby when you don't do it at least like two or three times a week. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Bare minimum. And what? I mean, you know, in high school, what do you have to talk? I was literally doing jokes about like, so I'm kind of fat, and also prom like those were <laughs> that was my whole act and then like my opening joke was like uh sorry i'm young like that was pretty much i mean my set. When, 
Yeah, it, it, that, I mean, that's that's. I was about to make a really inappropriate joke. And do now, it. Now do it. Prove it. it. Do I was it. like, not the first time you said that sentence. Uh, <laughs> nice. Sorry, I'm so yeah. young. You don't have to apologize for that. <laughs> oh, you never have to apologize. God. Well, I'm legal now. Gross. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just oh, he's just petting an imaginary <laughs> young woman. That made me very oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> Ooh, I can see her. Oh. Oh, she's, her cheeks are so rosy. Even the invisible girl doesn't like it. <laughs> see now, I I I, I will say. Uh, 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 and drink four for how fast I uh, bring up my new marriage. But uh, congratulations, thank by you. The way. Uh, and you I should bring it up. I, that means I, you're I happy think, about it. I, yeah. I am. But I think that once you're married, it kind of lets you get a little more creepy because you're like, "That's cool. I'm married. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. I'm not actually going to bury you in a bag in the desert. I'm not going to do that." How I know. often are you making burying you in a bag in the <laughs> desert jokes? <laughs> Hourly. <laughs> You're like, you know what the best part about being married is? Uh, is it the companionship? Is it the commitment? Is it seeing your wife every morning when you wake up? Nah, it's mostly the murder jokes that I can get away with as a dude now. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> between a- being married and being a little person, they're like, he's safe. <laughs> he's fine. There is. The, you, do, you do bring up a good point. I do sometimes feel like certain people, and I guess comics, like do certain things. Well, we all do for sometimes innately just to like, oh, I'll do that because there's probably some potential material there right oh, like when you jump out of your comfort zone yeah but mm-hmm. like I, has, do you think anyone's gone as far to be like I should get married there's probably a couple there's probably 20 minutes there <laughs> like doing it for that I mean I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it past comments. anybody I yeah. wouldn't either like not that it was their whole reason for doing it but a good percentage like and is that 15%? wrong if that's a reason yeah, yeah. I think so probably yeah. if you're just gonna look at marriage on paper and what it should be right yeah. I'm but sure also, that they would yeah I'm, yeah I'm sure they were doing it when they were weighing the pros and cons like pros like okay like I really like her she's cool cons, I really like her should con- it be more than that cons you know like <laughs> Uh, I don't get to have she's sex. Cool. I, I, I don't get to have sex with other women. Pro, she's got a scooter. All right, that's awesome. That's actually uh, a big pro. Lead uh, with that next yeah. time. <laughs> and, then, and, and then like pro, I could probably get like 15, 20 minutes out of this. Oh. Like that, that's pro- that's probably something that enters some comics' heads. How oh, was yeah. how was dating in Temecula or just growing up in high school? Non-existent. And, yeah, uh, I've never I've never dated anyone in Temecula. I was not cool in high school. You said I, nerd. I don't. I, was, I mean you. No, I don't. I don't get that. Yeah. Really? Oh, yep. Oh, well, because so. well, because nerd now has so many different levels. It's like some people watch one Marvel movie. And they're like, I'm such a nerd. Oh no, and that's like, no, that's okay. not what I mean. I'm not so like. What was oh, your I was level? kind of a geek. I thought Spider Man was cool. No, like I was in. These were my activities in high school: right. marching band, drama, creative writing, and mock trial. Mock trial? Mock trial, where you pretended wow. to be We did that in sixth grade. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. But then you do it for competition, and you go and you buy a suit for it. <laughs> and that's your weekends. Wait, what? Oh. how many weekends? How long did you do that for? I mean, I did it every year in high school. Yeah, That's early. I mean, there's a performing element there, right? Oh, totally. So yeah. that's got to be an interest. But also, why did you love it? Cause it, I mean, it's just acting. Yeah. Like there's a there's a uh, academic quality yep. to it because mm-hmm. you got to memorize some stuff. Yeah. You got to learn how to. Uh, it's not really improv, but you got to learn how to object yeah. to the other side. Hell yeah, the correct mean. thing. That's not yeah. structured out. You have to mm-hmm. feel out the moments, right? Yeah. What kind of cases? What was it, were they severe? Oof. You know, it was funny because every year it would be different. And some of them were like really cool and like great and like, oh, this guy got murdered. And uh, then other times it was like, uh, this guy uh, 
stole a traffic sign oh, and there was an accident. Yeah, but you got to do both sides. You got to do both sides. But like, yeah. yeah, the traffic sign year, so boring. Then the last year I was uh, in high school when I was a senior, I... Keep going. Oh, no problem. My last year that I did it, the, the, the case was actually that a stand-up comedian uh, had was on trial for murdering somebody. Wow. So not yeah. just the audience. No. No, it was <laughs> not just I, like I was killing. Like no, he actually No, and yeah. one of one of the bits of evidence was a text message he had sent to a friend that said I'm going to kill tonight. Oh. And so someone a a 16-year-old kid had to go up every weekend and be like, "So what kill means basically is uh you it means you're doing really well on stage." Okay, obviously I'm not going to text <laughs> someone I'm going to kill tonight, meaning I'm going to go murder someone. And that's when you thought stand-up comedy is the world for me. Well, well, I was already doing it. I was already oh, doing it. Oh, no it. kidding. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is perfect. And I think I was, I think I played a stand-up comedian witness who served as like the the, <laughs> the comedian on trial's friend. And I had to go up and explain like, no, this is what that means. It was just Would you crush in these things? Like even when you were a lawyer, were you like the funny lawyer? No, you can't be a funny lawyer, but I did crush as a, as a character witness. Awesome. That was like the perfect yeah, you try, send you out. Yeah, you treat it as an acting exercise. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because you could you could walk in like you know what this character witness they they would be shit faced by eleven a.m. Yeah, and then you can just play that character. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds it, it's weird. It's like you say mock trial, and then your initial gut response is like, oh god, that sounds horrible. Well, my initial but gut response is mock, yeah. <laughs> if we're just going off word association, but yeah, it does sound like a little. But I mean to, but to then have you go into it, yeah, and it sounds yeah, really. It and there's, sounds there's cool. a challenge, by the way, too, a, yeah. like creatively and academically. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's just as good as hanging out with your friends, smoking weed, watching movies, right? Sure, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I mean, you got you got some sort of uh, you can put it on put, put it this way. You can put that on a college application. You can't put smoking Fuck weed yeah. and watching movies. Did you? Were you? So who were your friends growing up? Like the people in uh, the drama? Like was that a big part? Same same crew. Yeah. Like all of my best friends were in marching band with Dope. me and had been in band with me. What'd you play? In, uh, I played clarinet. So did I. Five. Did you really? Not in marching band, but fifth through seventh grade. So. Oh my God. And I, I played really... fifth through sophomore year of high school and then I transferred to trumpet. You know what? I got really excited to meet another clarinetist. Claire, sure. You, it's almost like when a Jew meets another Jew, like <laughs> outside of outside of your like home territory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even like somebody that went to your college. Like I feel like there's a common bond that yeah. a lot of people don't understand. Well, not a lot of dudes <laughs> played clarinet. I feel like clarinet. All right, keep was your voice down. The- but you know, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Well, it's very foul. It was not the gateway to pussy, but it was <laughs> very just like look how look, look, look how well I can grip this All right. long All spherical right. object and shove I it down my women. throat. I what? wasn't gonna take it that far, but that was a pretty good argument. Uh, no, I'm just. I think clarinet like is a homely girl instrument. It is because the hot girls would play flute. Yep, and like the cool girls would play trumpet, saxophone or trumpet yeah. the trumpets were usually like hot guys or on drum mm-hmm. and then yeah i feel like it all yeah you're right the yeah. ba- God, the band were, and the and marching then, band and i love that you say that there was like a nerd aspect to that but like marching band kids i knew in high school got fucked up and really? were also cool so did that was that a temecula no no you guys were, were no. squares yeah no they weren't like i think on one of the trips uh there was a couple in band and f- 
someone i think they someone got a blowjob on the bus yeah and by the time the bus stopped back at school they mm. had been kicked out of band like because another band couple was like um mr s oh. something was happening on the bus they were not cool in someone any sense tattled yeah tattled someone on the blow tattled job. on the blowjob <sighs> yeah, like if we're not getting any Nobody Tattled on the Blowjob was the original name of Tiny Dancer, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they, and they lost Berenstein Bears novel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattled on the blow, the Berenstein Bears tattled <laughs> on the blowjob. Blow yeah. Oh, sadly, I would read that book. Sister, and probably learn something. Si- sister Bear got really mad at brother. Well, yeah, and like, like yeah, brother Bear she got a blowjob. Yeah, so got, yeah. There is a that that does. I'm, wow. But I mean, like, but like they they wanted to be, what did they want to be that like the top couple in band? So then probably, like I don't know. I mean, knows? it's just. Tattling still seems like it's We're somewhat like cool Justin and at that age, right? <laughs> like you feel like you're almost doing like stepping up for like I don't know, like you're doing some sort of service by There's like self righteousness yeah. in tattling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like you think like the whole time you're tattling, you're thinking like I'm gonna show all these people one day. Yeah, like, that's what you're doing yeah. basically. <laughs> like it's not a cool thing to do in any situation. Um, how uh, were your folks growing up? Like what did what did they do? What were, were they? obviously supportive of the arts and like you got into it and they were just like hell yeah yeah well the reason i got into stand-up is my dad wanted to take a stand-up comedy class when i was 16 together because he thought i could write for him and that uh oh he wanted to be a comic he he wanted to try it out yeah and then also he was like you know you're gonna go away to college i want to spend time together so we took this class and uh it just kind of started snowballing from there and we took it at a church from a christian comic and oh then I started doing churches, and then mm-hmm. you know, once I turned like eighteen and I could go to clubs, then I went to a club show at the Ice House, and I was like, "No, this is this is it. This is what comedy is." Yeah. And then started doing that, and uh, that's how I got into it. So yeah, they're very supportive. Um, I mean, so he, my, got, so he dad saw never from, gets mad like that. You're essentially accomplishing the thing that he was setting out no, to do. No, he loves it. He's okay. like, he living says, he's like, I'm living vicariously. Yeah, exactly. Oh, perfect. Well, and he wanted to be like a singer when he was young. He has like a really good voice. He's Dope. a music teacher for 10 years. Nice. And he like didn't do that so he could have kids. Mm-hmm. He has like four kids. Wow. So it's like, yeah. Ultimate dad sacrifice. And yeah. all girls too, Ultimate right? dad sacrifice. 500 <laughs> points. New level Welcome unlocked. back to dad sacrifice. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris Hardwick. This fall, after after the revival of Nickelodeon Guts, it's ultimate <laughs> dad, dad sacrifice. sacrifice. That would That's be actually the a great saddest band show. <laughs> that yeah. would be the saddest but game show ever. But moms what, what, ha- what have you given up for your kids? Yeah. Well... <laughs> I gave my kid a kidney, and you just crown him right there. <laughs> Fuck yeah! That I passed down my clarinet. <laughs> um, what? Uh, wait. So he must have, because because that's why I was taken aback when you said nerd. Because I feel like you were always just kind of quick and sharp. Yeah. Um. And know, once you started, like, but but maybe just not what confident enough with it to like publicly or what? I was. I think I was quick and sharp, and I think I was funny to like my friends. Yeah. But I wasn't like a class clown. I won class clown senior year, but it's because the paper said funniest, and I, mm. all the smart kids actually filled it out and turned it in. So like among the smart kids, they were like, "She does stand up. We should vote for her." Cool. And then all the popular kids were like, "We're pretty. We don't know how to be funny." So <laughs> I won general, on that general technicality. Rule of thumb. It's funny yeah. that I forgot my makeup today, right? And you're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> you know what's not. so hilarious? When I don't wear mascara, I still have eyelashes. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Isn't that hilarious? Isn't that weird? God. Stephanie. Is this thing on? <laughs> it's Is like, this thing on? It's like that. That's a cheeseburger you're talking joke. to. <laughs> yeah, where, she, where, where she's like, someone told me that, that, that they knew Kate Upton. They're like, Kate Upton, and she's really funny. And she's like, fuck you. Oh, Like, my she is God. not. Like, there's yeah. no way. 
She yeah. can't be. Yeah, isn't, how, that a, isn't that an Amy Schumer yeah, bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I'm so saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, do, I missed the first part of what yeah, you yeah, said. I did no, just I, see Kate I was Upton. Giving credit. Oh, no, I know. I was. I was like, I thought you said like there was. I heard somewhere. Oh, yeah, somewhere. Wouldn't it be like, great if Brad started passing off Amy Schumer bits as his own? <laughs> but he just said a let, friend of mine said yeah. this the other day. Let me like, tell you about. Familiar. Let me tell you about my friend's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> how do you guys feel? By the way, like I did just see. I think it was Kate Upton on some. I think it's a comedy poster, and I like what. I had a moment where I was like, is "Well, it, at least the poster looked comedic." And I was like, "There's no like, I don't think there's any sort of domestic abuse going on in this film," <laughs> which is how I judge a drama. But I, I saw it, and I was like, "This looks like like she was making like a lot of goofy faces on the poster," and I was like, "What's ha- what happened?" It, that was yeah. my first question. And look, I bet she's like a she's sweet in person. A comedy, yeah. Oh, and look, there's enough for everybody. But I just, I, I was, don't think there I is. I wondered, I wondered <laughs> how did it get? How did she get there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, really, like. Mm. It, I, I, mean, like I know a lot of funnier people. It was I don't even a, know if y'all would trailer, call it funny. It was a trailer for The Layover. That's what it is. Which is a comedy. That she's in. Starring, starring her and Alexandra Daddario, who's also just oh. ridiculously hot. She's so, so hot. This is just hot people... Let's watch Hot People. Hot People stuck in an airport? Is that what it is? <laughs> Something, I but guess. With only $16 and a dad who won't sacrifice it all. Um, see, I don't know. That's, but I mean, as how do you, when you see people that aren't... I think we're so impressed when hot people are funny. Like, when you yeah. found out Zac Efron was funny, were you just kind of like... Like you, all right then I guess yeah yeah you just kind of take it <laughs> yeah but another part of you is kind of like good for him when yeah. you overcome totally the handicap of being perfectly <laughs> symmetrical and still relating to humans yeah it, it, yeah. it is quite amazing like the thing that I always think about is like a bunch of comics sitting in a room and then like the one comic has either like a really hot date or, or something and when they come in with a zinger you yeah. all, you almost want to look at him like Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, like, no, but this then is, the other half of your brain's thing. like, your dog skateboards? <laughs> we didn't know it could do tricks. That's yeah. what? I thought it was just here for us to pet. <laughs> yeah, that that's the most nerve-wracking thing is like bringing a significant other around yeah. other comics because you're like, oh God, don't say anything dumb. Don't say anything dumb. It's, yeah. it's, a sca- it's the scariest thing. Do you worry about your comedian friends like saying something inappropriate to your wife? Not at all. Not at all? she'll fire right back. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. So, so but, she's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but I've had girlfriends in the past. Like, uh, there was one time when uh, I saw a comic on stage, and he he did something where I was like, "Oh, th- that joke would be funnier if you did this and this." And I kind of just said it to my date, just kind of like in passing. She walked up to him <gasps> and was like, and took it as her credit. Like, you know how you make that joke funnier? Is you do? I'm like. No, no, you do not do oh, that. Gross. I yeah. I, That's when you spray water in her face. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just, yeah, just, nope. Just keep a spray bottle <laughs> for that situation. Like, stop, stop giving advice to comics. <laughs> spray. Yeah. Did anybody give you advice when you start out? I mean, yeah, sixteen. People are still giving me advice, and yeah, I'm like, thank you so stop. much. Yeah, I need it. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the I feel like the people who give you the most advice are audience members who think that like your like your ex-girlfriend like you yeah. think they're helping out and yeah. they're like you know what you should do 
you should get a show or like something. <laughs> that's, totally. that's my favorite piece of advice. Yeah. You should be in movies. Yeah. That's what I've been doing wrong. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. The missing piece. Yeah. Let me call up the vice president of show business right now and say, you yeah. know what? I think I want to try movies now. Yeah. Or they'll say like, people will say to me, they're like, so do you have anything on Netflix? And I'm like, oh no, you don't realize like I'm no one. Like nothing on Netflix. Uh, but YouTube, there's like four and a half videos. So enjoy <laughs> right. those. Which by the way, the same device that you're looking up the Netflix on, you could also look up the YouTube on. Yeah. So it's really like the same thing. And they won't anyway. Even no. if you were on Netflix, they probably wouldn't find it because people need things like spoon fed to them. Like <laughs> My, I, oh yeah. I did Conan last week and I posted a, a picture from it and someone was like, Do you have a link for us? I was like, literally just type into the <laughs> no, search bar. Sorry, Dave. My name and no, code. You, you gotta make it. To, you gotta make it easier. It's that's the easiest uh, it is. way. I know. It's, uh, can anyway. you embed the video in a text and then send that to me and then hit play for me? Could you come to my house uh, with with your phone <laughs> with it queued up? Because yeah. I don't want to wait. And then can yeah. you mute it and just say and talk along and, and <laughs> do the audio live for me uh. so I can watch the screen? There's uh, I, I've sent uh, friends flyers to shows and then they've literally texted back what time. And like everything's on there or like, oh when are gosh, you going yeah. up? My pet peeves are like, when are you going up? And I'm like, dude, clearly you don't want to come to a show. Also, yeah. I know that you know at this point that I'm on some cool shows. Come to the whole thing, man. Yeah. It's not like back in the day when I was begging you to come so I could get on stage. Right. And you saw like me and then other people that were barely trying. Like, you know, yeah. this is yeah. now like I also have a uh, well, the, the audience members giving you advice is a pet peeve of mine. Now that we're on pet peeves, and I want to hear your guys' pet peeves. Mm-hmm. But this is a new pet peeve of mine. So I'm an uncle, not a parent, right? That's mm-hmm. fine. I like that's your look, that's yeah, your vibe. But also, <laughs> you look like you'll put a great someone uncle. on your shoulders, but I'm, like they're not yours full time. No, yeah. I'm fun uncle. Yeah. And yeah. look, it is exhausting explaining to them how uh, popular Vertical Horizon once was. But it, I'm not a parent. I'm the not Lord's a dad. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and um, but some of my friends who are parents will um, think that I'm trying to take like credit for being like. Like that I'm comparing it too much where I'm like, yeah, my man, I'm like getting really protective of my nieces. Like since my buddy of mine last time I was home and I was like, like one of them told me that a kid gave her a cookie at school. She was like, you know, Kyle gave me a cookie. And I was like, who the fuck is Kyle? <laughs> and then my buddy goes, yeah, dude, well, I'll tell you how it is. He goes like, what kind of cookie was it? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, if it's oatmeal raisin, like that's like a throwaway. Like this kid doesn't want anything. And, and I'm like, <laughs> what? There's like a system. He goes, oh yeah, dude. I go, it was chocolate chip. And he goes, oh, he's, this kid's trying to eat her asshole. I go. <gasps> What? And then he goes, I'm joking, but like, dude, there's like, there's and then he went, hierarchy. and then he went down this like list of like things of just like trying to, and I'm like, dude, I never said I, I live in your world. I was just trying to be like, man, I'm fucking getting really protective of these girls. Yeah. yeah. And I think he took it as like, all right, dude, take it easy. Like, and then he just, oh. and then, he t- and then he just really told me a lot of things about like, uh, I think he just got offended, you know, by that, the way, that I was there, trying to step into the dad. If there was a cookie hierarchy, you know that I would know this. <laughs> And I would give it to you. Yeah. I would let you know. And just so you know, it's the M&M cookies. That's the top one. Ooh. That's the best. Yeah. Where does chocolate chip fall? It's a close number two. But the M&M cookies, that's like, there's there's going to be some finger blasting going What's on. What's peanut butter cookie? <laughs> What's peanut butter? Yeah. Great question. Anal. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Yeah. This is escalating quickly. Yeah. yeah. real. Uh, this is, I'm trying to think. <laughs> snickerdoodle? What's that one? Oh, that's just hand-holding. No, that's snickerdoodle just, oh, is. Oh, that's a sweet oh, one. Yeah, because like, snick, like snickerdoodle is what an 88-year-old man calls his wife of 60 years. Like, oh, he, that is. He's, he's my little snickerdoodle. Oh, like, my God. Oh, and everybody's God. like, you're disgusting. Go <laughs> sit in a room. <laughs> yeah. Go sit in a room alone forever. Go wait for a peanut butter cookie anal. <laughs> 
You dirty yeah. old man. Yeah. That is really sweet. Exactly. That is sweet. He calls her a snickerdoodle, and she leaves the room, and she's like, I hate him. <laughs> Every night I dream of cutting his face off <laughs> with a blender. You're like, Jesus. You joke. But uh, I was in uh, Kansas City this past weekend, and I saw this like old married couple like that, and they were, wa- they were holding hands, walking through this outdoor mall, and I saw him from a distance, and I was like, that w- that's so sweet that's yeah. so sweet and then i walked up closer and the woman was like i gotta hold your hand because if i don't hold your hand i'm just gonna fucking lose you and you're always like wandering off and like stay focused we're here for me this time finally like next week we'll go to sears for you but today we're here for me so stop asking and i'm just like oh, Fuck. that's always how it happens from a distance it's like yeah. oh look at the beautiful commitment and love and then you get too close and it's like oh no there's just resentment and <laughs> just buried infidelity <laughs> going on here what uh was so sad was temecula did it have a did you ever see the show weeds yeah. Or Big Little Lies. Yeah. Is there an element of that to that yes. place? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good pull. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that. Yeah, yeah, Where did weeds take place? What, so what? Secret, I forget. I watched Secret some... Criminal Societies? Is Probably. That, well, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like some money and then also just like, I don't know, that vibe I just feel like it has. Yeah. yeah. Not in all parts, but. Yeah, I mean, again, so I think it's So what crime wave like, were you a part of? It's removed. Well, you know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just far enough from San Diego and LA to be like its own thing where people were like, yeah, I'll go to the casino and like. But nobody really knows, yeah. I think, I feel like enough about it to where it, it, you shit's know, going on where you can get away with it. You know what Temecula is? It's like the place that you go when you want to have kids and put them in very inclusive soccer <laughs> and make sure and like drop them off at the mall and not worry about anything happening. Like mm-hmm. that's the perfect place for it. It's the perfect place if you have a nine to five job all week and then on the weekend you want to go gamble or you want to go drink or you want to go to the movies. All of that is available to you and if you have nothing but time for that... Mm-hmm. then it's perfect and you're close enough to san diego and la that like you can go do you can yeah, yeah you can if you want to go to a weekend. concert yeah. a game something like that but I you think, don't have to live in it yeah i think you just uh you should be the new spokesman for for temecula yeah well both my parents are real estate agents or Chase oh. tomlinson team so if you're looking to buy a house in temecula i bet your dad's the shit yeah. yeah. Oh, because if he's they, got that he's funny bone good. and he's like a music teacher, like oh yeah, yeah, there's oh, like yeah. A, yeah, he's great. They're both really good uh, at what they do in very different ways. And that like mm-hmm. my mom's just like a powerhouse, and she's been like she's been doing it long. You know, she was doing real estate when my dad was a show choir teacher. So when when they got married, he became a realtor. And just the the different ways that they deal with like clients is so funny to watch. Just in terms of like how so. Just like they're both very personable, but they like connect with different types of people, so they kind of like fill the whole the gaps and the holes in February. So if like so if one client like doesn't really vibe with my mom, they'll for sure vibe with my dad. If they don't vibe with my mom, they'll for sure or if they don't vibe with my dad, they'll for sure vibe with my mom. And sometimes they vibe with both of them, but like everybody's kind of covered. What's her first name? Uh, Serena. Serena Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. Yeah. And then uh, and I'm just—I didn't know I was going to plug my parents' business on this podcast. We did. Why great. Not? We did. They're, They're great, you guys. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. we, I mean, we talked about uh, Sarah Tiana's mom on this podcast. Yeah, that's, did you? That's going to be the new thing. We're just yeah. going to plug plug moms, families, businesses. Which plug moms? That sounds a little pornographic. <laughs> yeah, we're not here to mm. we're not here to plug moms necessarily. Yeah. But uh, yeah. stay away from my mom. Mom <laughs> uh, is what I'm saying. Actually, Unless no, you want to buy a house, mom plugs could follow dad's sacrifice. <laughs> In the Nick at no. Night block of worst TV ever. But Absolutely. Mom Plugs is still, it's mom sacrifice, but it's just women who became prostitutes yeah. to support their family. <laughs> That's what Mom Plugs is. I actually watched that. Uh, so, um, Plug wait, a mom, save a child. We, <laughs> wow. We kind of we kind of glossed over it, but I, I, I do want to go back and say, like, you just did Conan. 
Yeah. So, hey. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Was this your first, I mean, I know you were on Last Comic Standing, but mm-hmm. was this your first, like, late My night first set? My first late night set. And, yeah. like, I did Last Comic Standing in the hopes that, like, oh, I hope this will help me get a late night set yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it was, like, huge goal for a long time and uh you know just still amazing that i got to do it this early and also the fact also it's still cool and still matter like to me i think like i it it does suck that it's dwindled down the amount of like stand-up late night spots Mm. but it are still happening and it's like they are still not not everybody does them so it's like a very cool deal yeah it's one more thing that makes you a legit like a legitimate comedian where you can say to, I mean, we talk about pet peeves. Mm-hmm. When, when, like, you say, "Oh, well, I'm a comedian," there's always like a follow up. Either a, tell me a joke, or b, like, "Well, what have you done?" Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a validator for yourself and for people that are like yeah. watching you, being like, "Are you really doing it?" Yeah, because I haven't yeah. seen you on the Carol Burnett show. And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, that was, that, listen, yeah. Snickerdoodle, <laughs> go, go plot to kill your husband and wait for peanut butter anal. So. Uh, yeah, I just wanted I wanted that clean five minutes to yeah. show the douchebags at the bank. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I was really. Did you work doing at the bank? It. No, but you know, just like when that's oh, yeah. when you go to the bank and they're just like, "So what Polite do you do? How's your day yeah, going? Yeah. What are you yeah. off to?" It's like I'm, I'm going comic. to work. I'm going to comedy. And they're like, yeah. "What have you done?" I've gotten bank tellers to go to shows before. Me too. Just yeah, awesome. they're, they're nice. actually they're they good are people. great, and they're looking to like they're thinking about what's next. Yeah, so much. Oh, they're a little. I'm surprised. Actually, I'm not surprised. The amount of times I've like written down um the amount and then had them like count up like some of the checks and then give me a thing and i'm like nope it's this much and they're like oh shit and i'm like dude you're fucking already checked out i almost <laughs> lost like a thousand bucks because you just like so i feel like they yeah, are really you needing can't wait for froyo at yeah. six <laughs> this is my livelihood you're thinking man. of toppings i'm trying to fucking make a car payment uh wait so what did you do for work though and then we'll get back to Conan. All yeah. I've all I've done for work is I worked at a pizza place for about four months where everybody cried because the owners were so mean. No, and then oh, I quit, and they place. were like, "Can you please stay? Because you're the only girl who doesn't cry." And I was like, "Not till I get home, Steve." <laughs> and then I am a professional. What did you do at the? Did you? Deliver? I worked front counter. Cool. But if they were slammed and yeah. they didn't have enough delivery guys, they would send the counter girls to go on deliveries. And I'm like, "This is not what I said." Yeah, yeah. also and not that, safe. I feel like that it's not like, safe. You're a, you're a, you're an attractive woman yeah, I just no. think you're, that there would be yeah. so many cases where you get show up trouble. to guys like on football Sunday you're like yeah alright just like yeah. the pornos yeah well even if you're I think they like even if you're not attractive they're just like I can <laughs> plug that like you know <laughs> I know you're not a mom but I can still we can work something out yeah like, I I were the supreme but the sausage comes on the side hell, oh, <laughs> oh, oh you were that guy, you were that guy. oh <laughs> you said that way too comfortable it's cool I'm married now uh, <laughs> it's cool it's cool oh, I can be creepy oh, oh that's right he's that's fine right. he's, not, he's not gonna hurt us it's my shield he's not not gonna do it is what oh that's so funny you hold up the ring oh he's fine he's fine you can threat say, neutralized yeah dude that's hilarious yeah so i did that and then i quit to work at a soup plantation all right soup like the soup salad com- yeah. combo places it's like hometown buffet but for people who shower and then <laughs> plugging a lot of temecula it really guys. is by the way right yeah. and i loved it i convinced my friends to go there for prom like i was like you know where we should go they're like and then we got there and they're like we have to serve ourselves <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but did you try the muffins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I worked at a uh, waxing salon as a front desk girl. Okay. As a receptionist. Thank God. That's, yeah, didn't didn't get into it. That had to be that had to be a really weird job because I would just picture everyone walking in naked. Like, because they'd walk in and be like, well, no, oh, you're about to get They walk in with clothes. They walk in with loose clothing. Yeah. So it's, you know, 
Yeah, and you're just would like, you just hear like sound bites from the back. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there would be people. Yeah, and then we'd kind of be like, oh, okay. And it would always be right at the moment where yeah. somebody was like, "Does it hurt?" And then we're just like, oh. "No, not at all." And someone in the back's like, "Huh?" Ah! And we're like, "All right, that's uh, <laughs> uh, fine." She was upset. She's playing a Game Boy. Uh, wait, yeah. so she's playing a Game Boy. <laughs> I don't know. She just <laughs> like what? It plays. We give you a this? Game Boy <laughs> yeah. to distract you from the pain yeah. here. She just died in her level of Doctor Mario. <laughs> Yeah, drink eight for your first yeah. Dr. Mario. I will. I the will. Podcast. Are you a dude? Do you love sports? Do you love football? Do you love fantasy football? Yeah, you probably do. Well, then you need to try my favorite new app, Draft. Have you guys heard about this? It's a weekly fantasy football app, but it's not like the other guys, all right? On Draft, you get to play real-life snake drafts with other people, just like in your season-long league. Yeah, I know. Incredible. Here's how it works. It's a draft that lasts for just one week, and there's no management. You just set it and forget it. Once you're done drafting, that's it, all right? There's no trades. There's no waiver wire. Draft even takes care of last-minute injuries for you, all right? And drafts start every couple minutes, so you, so you can join one right now. You don't have to wait an hour or a year or for your birthday. Two minutes from now, start a draft. Join one. And the best part, you get to play for cold hard cash. Drafts start from just $1. So there's a draft for everyone who can't afford a dollar draft. Maybe pigeons, but you know, because they don't have currency. There's also no salary caps and you can play in a real live snake draft just like you play with your friends in a season long league. How great is that? Come and join me on draft today. I'm in it. Brad's in it. We love it. Download the app anytime, like right now. All you do is search draft in your app store and join a game in minutes, or you can play right from your computer on playdraft.com. Whatever you want. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. For a limited time only, all new players will get a free entry into draft when you make your first deposit, but you have to use my promo code ALN. That's right. Play a real money game for free just for using my promo code ALN on your first deposit on the app Draft for fantasy football lovers, sports fanatics, and just people who love fun. Search Draft in the App Store or go to PlayDraft.com and come play with me for free using the promo code ALN. Wait, so how you took these jobs, it was just like, I mean, you were like, I just got to make some cash. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I mean... I I have never had like a career other than stand up. Like mm-hmm. I, you knew this was gonna be it f- when you started. Well, not when I started, but when I went away to school. What happened was I graduated high school. I'd gotten really good grades, and I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. I just for... did stand up there with Adam oh, Bond on Saturday. That? Oh, yeah. cool! How was it? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of kids there look like you. Yeah, <laughs> they well, like they got nice shoulders, oh, cool. and they're just like fun, and they were probably ASB president. <laughs> Like that's they were a, they were a cool group. Yeah. And, well, I mean, here's how cool they were. Actually, the sound was kind of off. They're, one of the speakers wasn't working, so uh-huh. a lot of them started. And I was like, "Can you guys not not hear?" And then one of them, they were like on the one side of the um, basketball arena, couldn't hear. So then uh. they started a chant going, "We can't hear you." <laughs> And then I started doing it with them, and then I started on top of that. I go, well, that's bullshit. I go, I mean, it seems like, I know you guys are here for uh, for Divine, but it seems like we're having a good time. And then they started going nuts, oh, and I was like, so fuck cool. it. And then I go, you know what? Fuck this place. And they all started <laughs> doing it with me. And then I go, no, I'm just kidding. I go, but seriously, let's fix, fix that speaker. And then uh, and then they did, and it was fun. And then, like, they were just really, and then we went downtown, yeah. and, like, they were. And, like, hung out. Yeah. Yeah, that's It so was a good cool. vibe. That's a perfect sound bite for that farm. school, by the way, that yeah. you're just like, fuck this place. But seriously, let's yeah. get a speaker in here. <laughs> Let's get this fixed. That's ASB president right there. That's like, teacher suck. But for real, guys. But for real, stay in school. Study for your SATs. (laughs) 
<laughs> Life after this gets tougher. You need to be prepared. But uh, Apple Farm, we stayed wow, there. You know nice. that place? No, I don't, but it's it sounds like a, great. It looks Is like it an Apple Farm? Uh, yes, they have okay. cider, they have wagons, they have cookies at the front desk. It looks snickerdoodles. The inside, <laughs> easy. The inside looks like, uh, as I was told by a buddy when I took video of it, uh, a doll's nightmare. Ooh. Like it looks very Victorian meets doll's nightmare meets um, doll's nightmare. It just like I don't know. Like you're Which like means I could live there. You make these. Re- <laughs> Everybody inside the hotel's being moved by large toddler hands. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, would not just surprise disembodied. me. Disembodied. There's a lot of this. Ooh, and then followed by oh, oh. and then like but ooh, like oh, that's yeah. cool. But then like, is this where I die? You know? Yeah. You so. reach for a muffin on a doily, and then like just like a doll ha- opens its eyes <laughs> behind the muffin. <laughs> you can have the last one if you don't tell anybody. Uh. Um, wait, so so you dropped out of there? Is that? I So I went there for a quarter. Because you had great grades. Uh, no, because I went there and I got sad because I was like, there's no place to do comedy there. I know they have that festival, but other than that, it's yeah. like a college town. like, And it's like a great school if you're like ASB president and you're into like hiking and right. being pretty. And like none of that was my jam. So <laughs> I went home to go to community college and do comedy in like San Diego and then went to community college for like a year and a half. And then I transferred to Sa- Cal State San Marcos for a year. And then I did NACA and got a bunch of colleges and couldn't do it anymore. So I just left. I don't even know if I dropped out. I just didn't just go back. You stopped going. I just stopped going. Wow. Cool. You didn't even go to a teacher and be like, yo, I got this. I, I think I was probably supposed to. Like, I keep meaning to go to that office <laughs> and be like, do you guys have record of me? Because yeah. I should probably get that did paperwork. Did I exist? Yeah, because I have like, I mean, I have like a year left. So sometimes I'm like. Do you ever want to like, go back? Sometimes, like when I get really, when you know, when you're in like a really shitty Motel 6 in yeah, like the yeah. middle of the country and you're like, I got to. I gotta get a bachelor's degree. <laughs> sure, just my in case together. something happens. <laughs> right. What a normal so thought. I don't have to do this. By the way, that's a healthy thought yeah. versus like yeah. I should get another pizza or I should <laughs> I should maybe kill that guy next to me just to do yeah. something tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm eating a pizza on yeah. the corpse, but <laughs> yeah. I do get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I I completely understand that. That, that was that was me too. I dropped yeah. out of college with a year, with a year to go. And yeah. just when do you I'm, think about going back? Never, never. And I loved going to USC. I oh, love, wow. I love the college. Loved everything about it. Yeah. But just I found out what I want to do. You go, you go to college to find out what you want to do. Find out what I want to do. Then I'm doing it. So also, I can't imagine you like taking that time off necessary to do it. Yeah, of working. Like, when are you gonna? Yeah, it's like oh, I'll take a year off or take every other week. It's just yeah. I, I just don't want to. And why rack up another year of debt? Yeah, well, yeah. well, you know, I'm from Orange County. It's my parents' debt, but whatever. Oh, well, there yeah. you yeah. go. <laughs> it's, it's cool. What up, Orange County? Yeah. Tonight on Dad Sacrifice. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what? So San Diego had stand up opportunities then? Yes. So yeah. I was like commuting to San Diego to do. Where would you go up? Uh, comedy store in La Jolla I would stand outside because uh, I wasn't 21 yet mm-hmm. and then they'd let me in to do my set and then I had to leave really and, yeah just chill with Matt's Could, door guy you just got to get up right yeah 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 and Couldn't then Madhouse and Comedy Palace and yeah a lot Couldn't of places yeah. some bars too right just, yeah there's just lots more, of little one nighters it's, it's weird how San Diego became uh, a place where it was like just the La Jolla Comedy Store and that wasn't even that popular for a long time and now there's like a, a resurgence there where yeah. you have a, we have a lot of great clubs you have American Comedy Company mm-hmm. Madhouse and then like yeah all and then the La Jolla Comedy Store is killing it now yeah it, it's a great comedy city it is and it's you, really great yeah and you kind of hit it like right at the right time totally right at the right time because now we had a really strong like local scene and then kind of everybody moved to LA <laughs> at the same time mm-hmm. and like a lot of those guys that were you know up at the store four times a night during the 
week are like all door guys at the comedy store now and now it's like all these new people like so when i go back i'm like i don't even know who you yeah. are because it's a small scene as it is yeah and then so. a lot of them are moving up here too which mm-hmm. is cool yeah and then yeah. when when do you decide to move to la do you get last comic or was it before um, then yeah i moved before last comic aired but after we shot it so, oh, okay yeah yeah so, so you got less comic you're like well here we go yeah well what happened was so i did i did naca that fall that december uh, for I those of you don't know uh, oh yeah let's explain sorry NACA, fall is a season yeah. it comes after summer <laughs> right and there's but, leaves uh, and there's yeah, sadness and there's halloween and pumpkin spice everything kids eating razor blade <laughs> candy bars yeah, it's really weird <laughs> yeah but like uh, N- uh naca is a conference that uh comedians and performers yeah. like all sorts of performers go to and there's representatives from all these colleges to come watch the performers mm-hmm. and they representatives is a strong word they're kids. college kids yeah they're yeah. kids and then they book their entertainment for yep. the year based yep. on what they see at NACA. So if, if you're a comic and you go to one of these NACA conferences and you kill it, you just earned some good money yep. for the rest of the year if you if you start get, uh, getting booked by colleges. Yeah, so that's what I mean. That's what I did. I had taken the fall semester off of school mm-hmm. to focus on comedy, did like four NACA conferences and booked like 50 colleges and was looking at my schedule like, oh, well, I guess I have to quit school and quit my job and then january i went out on like my first run it was in like massachusetts nice and i had like three shows and then two days off on monday and tuesday and then i had another week of shows so i was gone all the time and in that that monday and tuesday that tuesday there was a an audition at the hollywood improv for last comic Mm -hmm. and someone just emailed me they had found me on youtube and they just emailed me i was like can you make it on tuesday so i flew back did the audition then from the audition i got back on a plane to and, go do your college gigs. Yeah. And then when do you find out that you got in? Like the next day or two. I think it was like the last wow. round of auditions. It was and pretty crazy. That is nuts. And uh, to peel back the curtain a little bit, a little inside baseball, when uh, when Last Comic was going on, a lot of those comics that get on that show are well-known. Oh, yeah. In the industry already. Like mm-hmm. maybe not famous, but they're... They've got agents, they've got managers, they've had gigs, they've sort of had things lined up. So the fact that you got in there, that says a lot. That- oh, it says that the industry is gross. Uh, like, you know, because, <laughs> you know, audience members would come to shows after Last Comic and be like, oh, you were robbed. Like, you know, you should have gone for it. We wanted you to win. And I'm like, you realize I was like a 21-year-old kid who mm-hmm. was only there because I was a lady and really, really young. Like... That was the narrative on that show. And I was funny. Just, I was ca- I was funny, but not funnier than a lot of people who didn't make it to top ten. Like it was casting. Yes, yeah. casting was in my favor in that in that case. So you know, I, I think that's very healthy that you can look at that because yeah. it is a part of this business a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's because I know some, there's a lot of people that did a gig and then they're just like, I got this because mm-hmm. I'm the most talented person. It's like, no, 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 you were you were the good, they wanted a blonde guy and yeah. not a black guy. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That, but there's so many people who are just as good, if not way better than you. There's one thing I do want to comment on that shouldn't be uh, uh, skipped over is just the audacity and the uh, chutzpah to go oh shit like cool opportunity i'm gonna fly back for my college gig across the country yeah well yeah. i asked i i texted a couple people and was like is this worth like but good for you even to do and that they were like yeah of course that's worth mm-hmm. the opportunity well you texted the right people there was, yeah. that was your phone a friend for who wants to be a millionaire and it's like you you obviously put you were like oh these people will probably give me the right answer yeah. and then to do it it's like because it's so easy to talk yourself out of things that seem like a lot like you know um but you always get more out of and i think um 
just in that you know experience and down the line because now you've committed to this life of like oh i'm gonna do what it takes you right know? well when they offered it to me i almost didn't do it because i just didn't feel like i was ready oh, really? in some ways mm-hmm. yeah did anybody and, tell you that or no um you know people a couple of people were like well you got to make sure that you know it is there is something to be said for like you know being seen too early yeah or something like being that. new once yeah. yeah and being new once and um yeah and and i really i think i could have not done it and it would have been fine too but i'm sure i know it helped sure. in a lot of ways and then in some ways i'm like god why did i do that well so, i mean yeah, but that's, that's everything, everything though. yeah that's and, everything and especially with the last comic because whereas some live performances like when you do a conan set mm-hmm. they're not editing your set no it's just mm-hmm. your set that's what they're gonna put on air but when you're doing last comic there's some editing involved, and you're not mm-hmm. exactly in charge of your image that's going to be portrayed out there to all the viewers. Where there is, like, or you're not in charge of how a judge might talk about you. Right. I like, I don't know if Norm or Roseanne or any. Uh, or, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Yeah, those or, were the judges. Uh, yeah. Norm, Roseanne, and Keenan. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, Keenan Ivory Williams. Yeah, yeah. Like, did they? Like, was there ever a moment on the show where one of them said something and they aired it where you're like, don't air that? No, they were all really nice to me. Yeah. Like, oh, they good. were very nice to me. And even when I got voted off, I think Roseanne, it was like a competition. They did like a head-to-head. Yeah. How, so how far you, you and, went? You and Mike Palasek, I believe. Yeah, I went to top 10. And then once we all got oh. to top 10, they paired us off and made us all compete against each other. And right. from that, they got top five. So I went against Michael Palasek, who's super funny. And, Great guy. Yeah. Great and comic. like had been doing it, you know, way longer than me. And so that was kind of the feedback where it was like, Roseanne voted for me because she's like, well, you got more laugh. I think, I don't know what she said, what her opinion was. I'm sure there was a producer in her ear just going like, let's mix it up. So there's one person. <laughs> and then uh, Norm and Keenan were both like, uh, yeah, you know, he's just, there's more experience there. And sure. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Great. <laughs> See ya. Cool to get this far. Yeah. 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 And, and if, if you can go on a show like that and kind of come out of it unscathed yeah, without man. someone being like, you sucked or you stole right. this joke or you yeah. did, then like, hey, you left everybody one more. Yeah. I'll yeah. tap out. Like, yeah, yeah. fine. And then <laughs> you get the recognition to start, uh, to start booking more gigs. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so like you start headlining after that? No. God, no. No, 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 no. Not at all. Uh, which thank God but the thing well as far as being portrayed I mean one thing I had asked them was like because they did like a background on me which they didn't mm-hmm. do on everybody but they did on me and they were like we really want to talk about how you started in churches and I was like that's fine but don't like make me a church comic because yeah, that's not what right. I'm trying to be here and they fully did that oh. they told me like we're not going to do that we're not going to do that and they completely did how uh, so? He- hev- like heavily edited it, so it was like I think I'm the only church comic on this show. Like, no, it was, yeah, oh. it was hardcore, and I was like, oh yeah, that's what reality television is. Uh, and like, film wow. me performing at a church, and I told them like I'm mostly doing colleges right now. Like, can you film me at a college? And they're like, ah, Tracy Ashley did that last year, so we want like a different story. And I was like, I should have just said. No, don't film me at a church. Just don't give me a background, and I'll just do stand up. But yeah. it's so funny how reality TV. You're like you're doing the exact opposite of that. Like, yeah. is this like put reality in quotes, please? Yeah. If you're gonna like doctor someone's reality, yeah, yeah totally. They, they they had an idea for a character. Mm-hmm. I am curious though, like church, like got a lot of church gigs out of it. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. But and I then mean, at a certain point, was like, I can't do this anymore. But you're like, yeah. I just want to swear. Yeah. <laughs> is that a good audience? <laughs> 
the, you know surprisingly yes because they're so starved for like yeah guilt-free clean entertainment so if you can do it like they're great and there's and a huge market for it if you can release an album in between jim gaffigan's albums yeah then you in brian yeah. regan's albums then you're good oh yeah 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 you're good yeah cause they're just like you say they're uh comedy in general isn't church friendly so right th- if, if they can find anyone that's yeah. like this one speaks for us right then they exactly. just they latch onto it oh yeah well brian regan's audiences are basically church audiences so yeah. you know when i go do those i'm like oh i'm glad i had that training so that i know what's like across the line for these people and by the way you just casually dropped it but let's you you've opened for brian Regan. oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah which pretty is pretty amazing oh yeah that's very cool how did that, that happen he found me on youtube oh my god <laughs> they just thank god me. for it thank god for youtube man yeah, it was crazy. And that's like the guy that, you know, in high school, my parents were like, you should email Brian Regan and, tell, and see if he needs an open. Wow. So when it happened, it was like, see, Dad, you're never you going to guess. took our advice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, no, definitely didn't. Definitely did not. Was that a big moment for them? They must have been super proud of them. Yeah, they went to one of the shows last year and like got backstage because the tour manager hooked Come it up on. and like met him and it yeah. was just like. Bonker City. Yeah, my dad's doing bits just like, <laughs> you got can we to. get a picture? Tay, get a picture of us. <laughs> get it? Because. You're not in the picture. So they were so into it. Were uh, were the, was he one of the guys you kind of looked up to? Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, him and like Jim Gaffigan and like Mitch Hedberg were the three I could listen to with my dad in the car. Got and it. you know, because you can't be like, some, "Hey, yeah. Dad, check out this Mark Marin bit about how he hates his ex-wife." Like, yeah. you can't connect right. on a lot of the other people who like, and he's not going to get Maria Bamford like. Those are the people that my conservative Christian parents were mm-hmm. like, we put our same approval on these and you can all enjoy it together. So Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's something where, like you said, like you still get enjoyment out of it. Yeah, yeah. Would you Jesus. still listen to like the, a Mark Maron type or no? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just not, you know, in my dad's van. So, and did you set out to kind of do more clean comedy? I was squeaky clean. Yeah. Up until like, like the last couple years. Like yeah. I was squeaky squeaky clean what prompted the shift or just any sort of like i just want i just was like i'm so young i don't have anything to talk about and some of the stuff i do want to talk about is too dark for churches and then some of it's you know like dirtier or whatever and i just i just got sick of feeling like i couldn't talk about whatever i wanted Yeah. yeah and just not feeling like you know when you're growing up every night you want to be able to like riff and say whatever you want. Oh yeah! It just slowly starts to happen, and then you know you're hanging out with comics, and that's the way you talk now. Yep. And it just, uh, but it it, it lasted longer because I was still doing the occasional church show, and then once it got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to do these anymore. I'm just going to say no, no matter what the money is. Then I was like, well, now I can say whatever I want because yeah. if you're still doing them occasionally, you'll get fired if they find a video of you saying like, oh like, yeah, that guy was a dick, and they're like. <gasps> You Were you calling him by his first name? Was his name Richard? <laughs> Short for Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. That it, is a big... I mean, you have to make a show. I mean, it seems like the right move, though, because I can't imagine being on stage and feeling like... I just like you have certain thoughts and then being like, no, don't... Like suppressing anything creatively right. or whether it's gonna hit or not you just like that's it's all trial and error i feel like right yeah. so I well mean, and now you already have to worry about like people filming you and yeah. you like saying mm-hmm. something that could be taken out of context and like looking like you know yeah. offensive uh, like to the thing at the time that's yeah. like super offensive i had to stop a show last night and just be like dude no because really? I, I was doing i was doing new jokes yeah that i'm trying to figure it out yeah and they're a little on the edgy side so mm-hmm. i don't want to say something and then 
have someone like like oh well br- comedian Brad Williams said he likes to punt babies and you're yeah. like no yeah in the, in the contextual sense like if a baby's crying on a plane you just want to yeah. kick it out the door but not actually <laughs> you don't actually want to kick it out like yeah it's a, it, it's called it's called a metaphor like, yeah you uh, cut out the intro where I said now I would never do this but like yeah. you've got to see yeah. the whole thing exactly yeah, yeah so it, it's just something kind of all comics have to be aware of mm-hmm. uh, does having a podcast uh, has that helped the just free form like you know riffing and and finding your voice a little bit more totally i mean we had uh i do a podcast with kelsey cook and delaney fisher who are very funny comedians yes uh, kelsey cook former guest of this podcast you right you you might remember her as the foosball champion yes foosball champion also told me that there was video on this podcast which is why i'm wearing makeup (laughs) you do look great thank you so much yes and that and that that, that is the self-helpless podcast self-helpless podcast uh yeah and we review things that are like self-help and self-improvement we've had you had a greg barrett on greg barrett on last Mm -hmm. week to talk about uh he's just not that into you and self-help and stuff we had baron vaughn to talk about ayahuasca and that's coming out like yeah just there's really you can talk about whatever where did uh, this start because i'm so because it's a new you guys just started this right like yeah uh, we're on like our 15th episode it's what, very new what uh prompted because i feel like but definitely you have a different take um for a podcast which i feel mm-hmm. like at this stage you have being to. so saturated like you mm-hmm. like what is your angle and you guys have a great one so how did, did did kelsey come to you guys or did you come to them like how did it so we were all working on writing a show together that we had come up with and then like a few <clears> months <throat> into that I emailed them. I was like, what do you guys think about doing a podcast where we like review self-help? And they emailed me back immediately. And Delaney's like, what about this name? And Kelsey's like, what if we did this? And like, you know, 30 minutes later, everything had come together. Cool. And wow. it was just, cause that's what I love so much about working with the two of them is like, we're all like very like type a, like, sort of you know very responsible like white ladies and so (laughs) we're just that's why we're into like all the self-help and self-improvement stuff because like we know this is bullshit but also like it kind of works though right like positive thinking (laughs) candles you know and uh and so yeah it just it came see i told you brad candles candles Candles. about my candles people give you shit about the candles when they come i mean i think it's like in jest but like it's but part of it's true they're also deflecting they're like i can't afford right aid candles and like you know (laughs) where do you get that money you know no it's uh but for me, it's just like I don't know. I like things that smell. That's a name brand good. candle right there. Is yeah, it, it is. Revere House? I've never heard of that. But <laughs> it sounds it sounds like something they used Yankees to be Skittle candles. With. The Yankee, yeah, yeah, it does. Wait, so what? How? At what stage in your life did the self help stuff interest you? And, and you talk about like saying some of it does work, like yeah yeah and i mean we're all comedians so we're yep. all very cynical yep. so every mm-hmm. time we go in like kelsey is super into feng shui and we're like that's bullshit you ottoman witch <laughs> and then we tried it and some stuff happened and i was like well okay then Wait, like, what do you mean like well we did an episode where kelsey looked at pictures of our bedrooms and she, it's called a feng shui doctor if you look it up and she looked at things of our rooms and goes okay so this is your career corner this is your blank corner this is your family corner so if you put like a mirror here this will improve this area of your life and this will do this and if you want to have you know a relationship you should move your bed over like just mm-hmm. went through and diagnosed our rooms and like wow Delaney went home and like put up a picture of Lucille Ball in her creativity corner and like I put up a picture of New York in my career corner and like you know stuff there were certain things that happened that I was like oh my god you guys Career corners, country. yeah, yeah, yeah. So where should Adam put his uh, third oh, place rec league basketball trophy? Uh, right where it's at. Don't move it. Don't touch it. Stop looking the, at it. Uh, where's the past accomplishments corner? Uh, I mean, your your whole 
apartment is just sort of uh like a shrine to your accomplishments i feel like in a good is way it? yeah i think it is yeah i guess i mean I, a- everywhere i look i'm like oh look adam accomplished something good for him you know yeah, there's your there's your yeah, maybe uh, it's a little too much i don't know machine? no i don't think so at all uh, what is i my, wanted to ask stair stepper. The, well i can pull up my pant leg and show you my calves <laughs> if that's what you're yeah what's the the significance of the laugh factory uh, lineup that you framed. Uh, Larry David on that. Oh, okay, cool. And also, because it was like 2015. That's not your first one or no, anything. Like, I just it. Um, I don't know. And I think Leno's on that too. It was just like yeah. got like I don't know. It just it, it. I looked at it like there was a feeling I got too when I walked in and looked at it where I yeah. just I was like oh I want to maybe get that feeling again that I just yeah. had of like I don't even know if it was like I did it but it was just like. I don't know. It was really cool, cool, and it felt something. Back. And, and yeah. I mean, Larry David is like, you know, it's a god to me. So yeah. that led the charge on wanting to not just toss it away. Yeah, you know? I'm um, all about that. I think that's awesome. And also, just I don't know. Like, I have all this wall space, and I think I just like, I mean, like, you know, there's a buddy's painting there, it and with me. that's uh, <laughs> probably too much. Now this I'm wall is take missing some Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is there? I mean, I don't know, like, what, where do you get the, it, does Tony Robbins bleed into your, we like... We did a Tony Robbins episode. We gotcha. watched, did you guys watch his Netflix document? What did a you think times. of it? Loved yeah. it. Fascinating. You loved it. You thought it was fascinating. Fascinating. In a, a positive way or in a negative way? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah I think a, you see how hard he works, and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, you're not just, like, BSing and going out and talking on your ass. Like, this is a, this is a system. I think yeah. a lot. You have an army behind He you. believes in the, in the army and the system, I think. But I also do think he definitely generally cares about people. Yeah. But also, I feel like, man, you're a machine and you're like almost politician-like to where it's like you're dealing with so many people. There's no, you're still a person that gets overwhelmed and like, I'm sure he's not calm and centered all the time. I mean, it showed there were moments where he had to try to get to that place. But like, I don't know, man, there's gotta be times when he's like phoning it in and he's talking to somebody and he's like, but I feel like those moments Thinking are about few that and far. Yeah. <laughs> just like he's sitting there, just like man. So why do you want to kill yourself? Tell me why you want to. Top yeah, I'm gonna get oh, crumbled peanut butter crumbled chunks, peanut butter chunks, <laughs> Oreo <laughs> and gummy worms. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, and my, all the my favorite part of the whole thing was yeah. all the baby trampoline shots where yeah. he's just on the tiny trampoline, just like getting fired up. Yeah. Really yeah. To fired go up. out, but you you know you watch it and you don't even fully appreciate it because they've edited it so much. Sure. He's up there for like five hours yeah. at a time yeah talking and like right. three people. it's crazy that yeah. being said there were a lot of moments where i was like this is bullshit oh, but really? then there were oh yeah like yeah. the thing with the girl going like i really want to work on my diet and he yes! asked her a bunch of yes! questions he just turned it into an improv game and then jilly was Got like so your, your dad's dad. a yeah. piece of shit yeah. though, right He's like i'm gonna say a food yeah. and you make the noise your stomach makes when you think about that food cake <laughs> Yum yum. All right. Uh, so, ice cream. Mm, yum, yum yum. So your dad hates you. Yeah. What? Yeah. It, yeah. That poll for me was that was that was tricky. A, was a, curveball. I, a I hated the girl. Because, hated her so much because she said like my diet makes me depressed. But and just for those of you who hadn't seen the documentary, she's yeah. a thin, gorgeous, yeah. like beautiful woman. Where you're like, and she's like what? 18 or something. Yeah. Like yeah. She, she wanted to have stand up with said, a problem. I have a problem. I want to be in this documentary, but I don't have any issues. Right. You um, are, and she's following the 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 <laughs> woman who said my biggest problem was that I was part that I I, I was a sex prisoner in a cult. That was after, and, and you're like, was and you're like, that was crazy. The fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And like, how do you? You don't follow that. And they, and, That's the headliner they, of that show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say that, and you and you see Tony just go, okay, 
Yeah. Like, and you're like, that's not phasing you? Yeah. You yeah. you are a professional, my friend, because so, someone says that to me. I go, get help. Oh, yeah. sweet Jesus. Yeah. Professional therapy. Go 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 to putt-putt golf every day. Go to putt-putt you, putt golf You deserve day. it. That's Brad's you quiet you've spot. You've earned putt-putt golf. Yeah. That's your go-to? That's my that's treat, your, that's that's treat, treat for myself. It is yeah. tranquil. I will it's not. Uh, I will, I'll double down on that. Nothing better. Nothing wow. better than conquering that, that uh, windmill hole. <laughs> Yeah, pretty awesome. Well, it's a yeah. simple man of simple pleasures. Exactly. <laughs> what part I just of to- find a boomers and I go to town. <laughs> nice right. roll. Yeah, thank you very On much. On the way to Temecula. Yes, it right? is. Yep, it yep. is. Um, what about Tony Robbins? And just it, like, is that the extreme? Like when you're dealing with uh, on the day to day self help book uh, world? Like, what are the things that you have applied? Like the once well, once the feng shui thing worked, where you're like, all right, now I'm going to give into this mentality more so, or. Well, there are certain things. We uh, we did The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Have you guys heard of that book? I have not. You're not? Okay. I haven't. It's supposed to be great. It's amazing. Read it. It's so good. Right. I had never read it. Delaney read it because Kelsey told her to, and then they both told me to, and mm-hmm. we reviewed it, and it's so good. It's good for anybody who wants to be creative or artistic in any way, and the two main things in that book that she goes over is like, you should take yourself on artist dates, which is where you go and you just be creative. Like, putt-putt golf could be an artist date for you. Because okay. that makes you feel yeah. creative and taken care of. And you got to nurture, like... Some me energy. time. Yeah, a little me time. Yeah. And then the other thing is to do morning pages. Have you heard of morning pages? No. So you, you wake write? up, first thing, you free write for three pages. And I do before that. you do anything else. You I, already do that? Not three pages, but i that's the first thing I do when I wake up. I write. Oh, that's great. There you go. Yeah. yeah so you just, I'm ahead of the game. You're darn doing it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You're the it's secret. Brad's way. That was the first <laughs> first draft of the artist's way. It God. was the Brad Williams way. Brad Brad's way sounds like my lifetime movie. It, <laughs> it just like it does. It was a tragedy that no one saw coming. Brad's way. And they Thursdays just, on Lifetime. They just have a Frank Sinatra impersonator going. I did it Brad's way. From the producers of Tattlebone Blowjob comes. Uh, wait, that. Um, all right, so there's that. Mm-hmm. There is that. that yeah. So that, that's so cool that that's what you sort of latched onto in this podcast, and mm-hmm. it, it, it it's weird how yes we are and like you said we are comics and we are cynical and we do look at self help as kind of like oh, that's some BS. But then yeah. when you actually whatever motivates people, whatever yeah, works, whatever helps, right? If that if, if listening to Tony Robbins makes you get up off your butt and get your dream job and yeah, who cares and, how you do it and make food for your kids every day and pay your taxes, whatever, great. Yeah. Whatever does that. If heroin does that for you, do heroin. Don't do yeah, heroin. Don't do heroin. But, uh, <laughs> we, we do not support that. I don't know what about last night promotes, but over at Self Helpless, we are not. And now it's time for heroin. a commercial. Uh, are you depressed? <laughs> heroin. Uh, no, that's a quick Tonight ad. on Dad Sacrifice, he stopped doing heroin <laughs> use, for his family. Use promo code ALN to get your first heroin for free. No. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah. what is the writing? Uh, what have you found that's done for your comedy? Uh, or, and have okay. you started doing that? The three minutes of what was it? Three minutes of writing? Oh, yeah, thirty yeah. minutes. You know what's done? Pages. It's yeah. done. It, it doesn't directly help my writing. It indirectly helps it because it clears out my brain. It helps my anxiety. And when that's not like gnawing at my brain constantly, then I feel more clear-headed and like yeah. writing jokes is easier. And the whole thing is that you're not thinking of something to write, you're just writing. Yes. Even like so if nothing's in your head, you just continue to write, I don't know what I'm writing right now, but mm-hmm. I'm going to keep writing because this is what's in front of me. And eventually something comes and I I've right. definitely gotten bits from it and I've gotten Yeah. 
uh, Me too. observations, but you're right. It, it, it does kind of just clear out the head. Yeah, I usually like run through what I have to do that day, and that just helps me wrap my head around the day and how I feel about everything. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps me in terms of like, I have a meeting at such and such today, and I'm kind of nervous about it because it could go this way, but it could also go this way. And also, who yeah. gives a shit? And who everyone's going to die, and life is meaningless. <laughs> and then that makes me feel better. You know what, though? I do. <laughs> though, that those You have to let those sentences creep in every now and then. Oh, yeah. Because it is like so easy to get overwhelmed and consumed with all this that not that you should minimize like I have a buddy that literally showed me this video of, of a camera's like zooming in on like let's say this podcast table and then it just kept going further and further away through space and then away from earth and then away from our galaxy into another galaxy into another galaxy and my buddy's showing me this and I'm a little high and I'm kind of fucking freaking out about it I'm just like this is a lot. And he goes, yeah, dude. He goes, you see? And then at the end of it, by the way, it was like eight minutes of pulling back oh from the gosh. original spot. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, he just goes, see, man? He goes, we ain't shit. <gasps> and I go, all right, man. I got an audition in like two hours. <laughs> I'm like trying to fucking get some confidence. Not only have you pulled that completely yeah. out, but but it was it was too much of the like, we don't matter. And I, but again, like sometimes, for certain, sometimes you don't need for that. certain instances. Yeah. And also, sometimes he smokes do, a lot of yeah. weed and he watches yeah. a lot of TV. And like, I don't know actually where he gets his money, but he gets it. So like, <laughs> what? But he's also living his his fucking truth or whatever you want to yeah. say. But, but that's you don't show you show that to someone right before they go to bed. You don't show it to them as they're going to an audition. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's hard to go from like, see, we ain't shit to <laughs> like, Lindsay. Do you have the tide? <laughs> Was that good? Do you want me to do it a different way? Can I, I do it like angry. we matter? Yeah. <laughs> My wife's water just broke. Hold on. Before yeah. you go to the hospital, yeah. watch this video. <laughs> you ain't shit. That's what I'm saying. Why am I even having this baby? Uh, <laughs> but, what's the point? It's all pointless. He never showed up to the hospital. I called him 40 times. And I just um, what's if for people who haven't listened to your podcast, what would you say they get out of it? But like, where? How much comedy and self help? Is is like how many moments are they coming together? How many moments are they coming together? I mean, you know, we're all we're all professionals, so every moment is laugh out loud, hilarious. Great. Adam, good uh, pitch, goddamn right. Good. Just <laughs> what percentage are the self help and the funny coming? Sorry together? to Katie Couric, yeah. you so quick on this episode, but no, that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's like there's a lot. Of, we talk about a lot of like personal stuff. Obviously, we're cool. all really good friends, so that mm. is half the podcast and then the other half is just us reviewing whatever topic we picked that day um and we have some guests on like i said before i have to yeah. go do it after this uh which has been cool because like you said everyone has something that mm-hmm. they do that can fall under like self-improvement like we did an episode on minimalism like which isn't something that i think that's about dwarves right yeah it is it's about <laughs> cutting down the about amount you of and the cookie hierarchy <laughs> <laughs> it's called minimalism yeah. and yeah. it's just uh it's just you getting more dwarves in your yeah. life yeah. <laughs> You cut out regular-sized people so you can make way. For every regular-sized person you cut out of your life, three dwarfs can come in. That's That's what you're making Actually, not a bad way to balance it out. Yep, that's dwarf math. uh, (laughs) Wait, what are some of the things that have... (laughs) By the way, dwarf math should be a band name. It's not... If you don't think I'm going to become a a motivational speaker and that's going to be my topic... You are insane because they make way more Jenny money than comedians three dwarves do. In oh, closet. yeah, they oh, make I'm so sure. much more money. Wait, so oh. what have been topics that have maybe that that you haven't oh. had anything to add to, but was super interesting? We didn't have anything to add. To. Well, I the one with Barrymont, which isn't even out yet, so maybe I shouldn't talk about it. But no, tease it. He talked about doing ayahuasca, and mm. I mean, I've never done anything like I barely drink caffeine, so that was really interesting to me. 
uh, as someone who had no experience with it. And then, you know, talking to Greg Barrett this last week was really cool because he is a stand-up comedian, thought self-help was kind of bullshit, just sort of fell into it, and mm-hmm. has written a few, like, very successful self-help books. The just, self-help yeah. book of the last, you know, 10 years. Yeah, What's he's that? Just, he's just uh, not that into he's you. just not that into you. Oh, yeah. Great. yeah. Great. That's yeah. a self-help book? Yes. I mean, for... That was a for, Jennifer Connelly movie. Yeah. It is. It's it is. based on his book that he wrote. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and for all, all women need to read that book really you just, just read yes. the title like yeah. you don't even need to read the whole book if you just say he's just not that into you, you're like oh my god i guess you're right like that's <laughs> uh, he told us one of the books he wrote i don't know if it was that one or if it was it's called a breakup because it's broken but he Whoa. wanted to write on one of the back of them like if you're holding this put down the book and go break up with your boyfriend and i'm like that's would that would be incredible that's yeah. amazing it's like you don't need the book but yeah yeah coming up for a book t- with a book title i feel like is half so the battle and so yeah. hard like i feel like once you get that like yeah but i feel like coming up with names for comedy albums and specials is so much easier than writing comedy albums and specials yeah <laughs> like come up with them constantly I've got like 50 that i'm just waiting yeah. to yeah yeah we, we, we probably go back to this episode and yeah. just like just dwarf, dwarf math. math dwarf math go. done yeah that's my next four have thought about is. have you thought about yeah. what yours will be uh, oh gosh there's so many I there was a really bad photo of me that was taken on stage and it's not hard to take a bad photo of me on stage Stop. I almost take them exclusively no because I make a lot of weird faces yeah and I put I just put the word it was just a me a picture of me looking like a troll just like and I just wrote <laughs> relatable over it and I was like if this isn't my first album I don't know what is relatable, right? yeah relatable that because that's what I get like you did you guys see that uh that scene in Trainwreck where her boss is saying like you know you're not gorgeous you're approachable word for word what mm-hmm my college agent told me when we first met oh my word God. for word wow. like could like on the it was just like you will do great in colleges because you're you're cute but you're not like gorgeous you're just like you're very approachable agents, very relatable uh, let me tell you something agents yeah. bosses anybody who is like m- representing or like having power over somebody is constantly looking for ways to passively chop them down right well in market I, yeah, like it's yeah. all market. They just see you as a product or like a future brand, not, like, not but also a bag of potential. But also, yeah. there's jealousy yeah. like seeping in that like you're getting to lead a cooler life, and so I yeah. I think that it gets sometimes. peppered in sometimes. You yeah. Know? yeah, and and it's and it's, and it's definitely like I'm not going to talk to you like you have feelings. I'm just gonna be like, yeah. well, you're not funny enough to do clubs yet. So yeah. where can we? And you're like, yeah. Jesus, ow, fuck, man. why are you? Jesus. You can't like. I feel like yeah. I feel Send like those people the- look at us like Julie Andrews looks at curtains and the sound of music which is like I could cut that up and turn it into something but what it's doing right now it's just hanging there Maybe back to singing out. Nazis yeah, yeah. exactly yeah uh, well we would we, we would hope all of our listeners A go and uh, subscribe to your podcast the self helpless podcast go to uh, teamcoco.com yes, and check you. out we, we're not going to send you the link you, message you, me if you want the link I, I will give it to you I know I complained and I'm sorry but if you want the link I will send it to you her set, her with set a personal is great apology on yeah her set is great on Conan is Conan nice uh, to you yeah. Super nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. the best. Really nice. And then, uh, yeah, go to your uh, go to your website. You have your tour dates posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are headlining, some are opening for people like Brian Regan. So you're always going to get a great show, right? And Bert, much good Bert. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bert. Dope. Yeah. <sighs> Look at that. Wait, and you were just in the Kaboo Festival with Tom Petty and all those guys. Uh, did you see any of them? No, I was. I did a show with Taylor Williamson. I so I didn't go to I the got, music part. No, I didn't. You don't go care to, about it. I'm do you? Really, I was a nerd in high are school, and saying, I still am. You were at the festival yeah. where Smash Mouth was performing. And they and weren't didn't. performing the day I was there. I would have gone to Smash Mouth. <laughs> okay, Let's be honest. All right, but I didn't. I, it was like I performed in the afternoon, and then it's like Pink's going to perform in nine hours, and I was like, I want to sleep. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's this is like the least cool By the way, way to go out on the podcast. <laughs> no. like, this girl has her priorities all out of whack. Well, there's a self help book for people who put pink on the back burner. Oh, really? Yeah. Pink on the back burner. It's what it's called. The back burner is pink. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.